Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about the Josh Dumal IMDb page. <laughs> Danielle, how are you? I'm doing very well, Brad. How are you? Uh, struggling. Yeah. On the struggle bus. It's been a long couple weeks for old Breddy here. Yeah. Not having an easy time. But you are also, should we? can we say... A featured player in the new football documentary. I had my debut. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Everyone can have fun with this. Uh, Have a great time. Uh, I am featured. Featured is. I wouldn't call it featured. I'm somewhat there in a blurry. It's my it's my Mike Wazowski moment. It's if, my Mike Wazowski moment. If, it's your if, Loch Ness monster moment. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to prove whether or not I exist. Yeah, if, I think we if, should offer a prize if anyone finds you. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say if you want to go, I have the exact. It's a very easy number. So Why don't you give remember. like the general, like the hour mark, and then if people go and they find no, you, I'll they get exactly. a prize. <laughs> On the documentary, Kelsey K A. Nope. K-E-L-C-E about the football player Jason Kelsey and his brother Travis Kelsey on Amazon Prime Video. You scroll, you scrub to 104.30. Which I did. One hour, four minutes, 30 seconds. (laughs) Don't blink. Don't blink. A little bit of bready in the background. Yeah, look in the background. (laughs) Not not, the foreground. Guess what I said? Featured is not the word. Uh, it was honestly, I'm shocked where you wanted me to see this and that we're telling everyone because it's very scab like of you to oh, be promoting your this featured. Was shot, this was shot in February. <laughs> Brett crossing picket lines to get I his star role in a documentary. I, didn't know. I mean, that's the funny thing with like, you know, so this is this is in uh, the feet, this is in Phoenix at the Super Bowl. And Every single celebrity, this is just wild now. Every single celebrity, even if the celebrity is the mom of two celebrities, just has a full camera crew around them at all times. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll talk about Big Brother or whatever, who cares? Uh, <laughs> later in the episode. <laughs> Every celebrity now has like a full camera crew and social media person and sound person with them at all times. Yeah. This is wild. This is wild. I've seen it recently. Like, so, yeah, like, I guess there was a documentary crew following around Jason and Travis Kelsey's mom. And now I'm on a freaking documentary about them. And it, it's a, a real release. treat. I didn't <laughs> sign a release. Where's my check? It's a treat to see. As Brad said, we will talk about Big Brother. But I have to give this. This is an exciting moment for the Hey Julie heads to see Brett out doing his job. That's, that's the other thing. This is a big, bigger thing we need to discuss in this podcast. Brett and I are adults with jobs. Okay. And some of us have one child. <laughs> and it's just very hard. It's harder these days to keep up with Big Brother. Even though... And I know this is a casuals podcast, so it's not like you're coming to us really looking for the in-depth analysis. Get ready for a casual episode. (laughs) This is going to be a very casual podcast. (laughs) Even though I watched most of these episodes, I clocked out Wednesday night. Okay, I did. Okay, let me be honest. I'm going to be so transparent and honest right now. I did not watch Sunday's episode. Then I watched the first hour and 40 minutes of Wednesday's because it was two hours long. Yes, that is my whole night right there after bedtime. Um, And then, but at 20, there was 20 minutes left and I was like, I cannot, I hate, this made me hate Josh Duhamel. I cannot watch him anymore. You and Matt (laughs) burned, burned by getting close to Duhamel. I hope it flops. I was just so, I mean, that appearance did the opposite of get me excited for Buddy Games, but we'll get back to that. And then I did watch all of Thursday's live. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I watched all of Thursday's live. And, but then, to be fair, I went back and watched Sunday, the first 20 and the last 15 minutes after Brett told me it was good. So I did. I watched a lot of this week. I didn't watch any feeds. The the intense bugle, the the buddy-wuddy bugle boy from Company B uh, <laughs> was overtook Wednesday's episode. That was a lot. Um, Two hours of that. It was very... <laughs> 
it was very high holidays coded. I just like blowing the shofar. Just oh. like, <laughs> hey man, first of all, happy Rosh Hashanah to everybody. Happy Rosh Hashanah, yeah. Eat your apples, eat your honey. Happy New Year. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, can we talk about Sunday? Sunday's episode? Oh, no, yes. Was a week ago. Well, we might as well. Let's go chronologically. So it we had a great Thursday night. Yeah, go ahead. It starts and someone's on the warpath. And her name is fucking Bowie Jane. <laughs> Bowie Jane just came out and said it. She was like, I know the best game. I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be nice to everybody. Yeah. I I did have to, like, I was surprised at Bowie Jane's, I mean, I guess she is kind of emotional, but she's a barrister. I'm surprised she's not more um, put together in these moments of stress. There is a point at some point this week, it might not have been Sunday's episode, where someone says the term plead the fifth to Bowie. And I'm like, <sighs> does Bowie know what that term means? Because in one way, she's a lawyer. In another way, she's not American, and that's an American term about the American Constitution. I right. don't know if she like knows the... American constitutional amendments. I guess it depends how long she's been here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how long and how much of a passion she really has for the law instead of being a DJ slash vocal artist. Thanks we, to our Discord for sending a clip of her singing in the backyard. <laughs> we get so many videos of her like doing stuff and no videos of her being like, I want the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's all music related. You can't handle the truth. I go back to our theory last week that Bowie Jane made her money as a lawyer in Australia, invested wisely, like bought in the L.A. real estate at a good time. So now she doesn't need to work and she can just pursue her passion projects of being a musician. You know what? I think I think you're partially right. I think also when Bowie said on Thursday night's show, she does her shout out. She shouted out her... Um, dog's babysitter a couple weeks ago she shout out her parents best parents in the world i want mm. i want to research into this we need to see what mr father bowie jane or mrs mother bowie jane yeah does for a living i have a feeling that like maybe mr jane papa jane papa bowie mm -hmm. like owns all of the shrimp farming in the yes. southern hemisphere or something, something like that something independently yeah. wealthy bowie's independently wealthy as a result of like massive familial wealth, like who, right? Who is like a techno DJ at forty five, and like it's like, oh <laughs> exactly. yeah, and I have a house in Santa Monica. Izzy was right, right. to question that. She's living her dream, except now she's in getting a taste of the American dream in the Big Brother house, which requires being a scammer and getting scammed, and she got her taste of backstabbery, and so. Yeah, Bowie's really upset. She's crying because she's one of the, she and Cam are the only two who didn't realize that the vote flipped and Red was going home. This feels so long ago, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> she's in a room with the other bye bye bitches, Felish, Izzy, and Sari, and they are all being like, "This is your pr fault, actually, and like, <laughs> this is your problem. Don't cry to us just because we backstabbed you. Actually, you should have been playing the game this whole time." And it was kind of funny to watch. I do have to give Bowie snaps. Because it's hard when you're upset, it's really hard to have three people who just got the best of you, not only get the best of you, but then tell you you're actually wrong, wrong for being upset that they got the best of you. And she did stand her ground pretty well, I thought. I loved it, though, because like she, she's like such a weakling. And then I, I just loved how Felicia turned it around and was like, actually, this is perfect. Actually, now yeah. you need to be our little spy on Cameron. And I you have to that. go in and pretend to like be his friend or anything. And and uh, Bowie is like, you know, this like this scene happens in like all these like crime movies or whatever, where the person who's like least outfitted to be the spy and do the thing that go spy on the evil whatever thing or put the, mm -hmm. the computer chip in the server room or whatever has to go do that. And they need the pep talk. From George Clooney. That was it. That was great. Yeah. No, it was great. And I thought, I I actually think it may have turned some people against Felish a little bit, but I actually really appreciated it because she also had a diary room session pretty close to that moment where she was like, listen, 
This is a game. Oh, no, I think it was actually at the very end after she got nominated where she was like, listen, Cam got the best of me. This is a game. At the end of the day, like we all wish each other well. He got the best of me, but I'm not going to stop fighting. I respect him for getting the best of me. Like I think Felish, because of her advanced age, her wisdom, is really seeing this, is really not taking any of this personally and is really seeing this as a game. And she probably is having a difficult time understanding that not everyone feels that way, especially someone who's also of advanced age, Bowie Jane, even though she's lying about it. (laughs) That was what I really was hoping someone would say when she was like, you guys are all, maybe I just want to be honest. I was really hoping Izzy would be like, well, why don't we start with your age? (laughs) (laughs) I I love that they all know too. Like they all know. And it's like a kid who's like, I'm invisible. I'm wearing my invisibility cloak right now. You can't see me. And everyone's like, oh, where's Daniel? Oh. Oh, a game I know well. A game I know all too well. But yeah, I I thought that was a great scene. And I thought it was a really fun... I didn't watch the middle of the episode, I'm being honest. But I thought Cam's part in in that episode was great. This whole week, from Cam winning HOH to Thursday night, I thought was just a great week of TV where they actually did okay with it. Now, of course, we're going to have to talk about Wednesday. But like where the Big Brother producers actually did a really good job, like the pies for the nomination ceremony, I loved. I thought that was great. It's so funny because it's Cam, right? Like Cam, we all know, is not that great as a person to root for. But you can't help it because he really is very clear in how he got so stabbed in the back, so taken advantage of. And this was finally his revenge. And boy, what revenge. It was like hit after hit after hit. The fact that he gets to not be on Slopper, I have not. He won HOH when he needed it the most. He gets to nominate people with the pies in the face. Like, it was so satisfying. Like, you can't help but relate to Sam and, I mean, Sam, Cam in that moment where you're like, I wish that one moment in my life where I needed to get revenge on everyone, I could have done it by putting pies in everyone's faces. What? Yeah, I mean, the pies, like, bring back the wheel of keys, the key of wheels, I mean, the wheel of cheese. Or do stuff like that more. I thought that was so fun. Like, do stuff like that more often where you realize, like, yes, this is a TV show where you could have little punishments or little prizes during the very important game moments, too. As long it didn't take that much extra time to do, it moved the game along, it informed people, like, the... It was Siri, I think, and Izzy at the end who are like, it made me that much more mad that he got to do it with the pies, that he got a big starring moment that you know is going to be on the TV show. That made them mad up too, I'm sure. Like that kind of stuff informs the game as well. I think that is so great. Yeah, I mean, there's all this little stuff that they just could be doing. And, you know, it was good. I mean, the bummer is like, he's so close to like kind of almost getting it. And it's not until Thursday that like, he understands that it's like the thing that was really frustrating for me with this cam thing, like he's doing all the right things. I'm like, I got to go after this, you know, this threesome and Izzy Suri and Felicia, (laughs) but like he doesn't, he kind of, he's still Cameron, which is to say like, he's still kind of dumb, but so confident about what he has to say that like, there's no convincing of him. And there's only, and there's also one other person in the house with the same disease. And, You know, sorry to skip ahead, but like he has this plan that he's not telling anyone. I mean, he had many parts of the plan that he's not telling anyone. I apologize, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube. For some reason, my camera has just like completely lost focus. I don't know how to fix it. Whatever. I'm I'm perfect for this podcast. I'm prettier when you look (laughs) lost focus. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like you've had like you're talking to me at the bar, but you've had like five drinks. You're like, oh, yeah. Instead of I didn't know if I would. I didn't know if I would, but I think I would now. (laughs) I have one Heineken. I did like. I know. I know. We're on to something else, but I did love. Bowie Jane saying like they were being a bit cheeky <laughs> like she's trying to get her to talk to Cam that's how do she describe it there cheeky um anyway sorry go back to Cam so he's like I have all these parts of my plan and he just like god man the way the way this man talks to people is like it's just so awful like it's everything he just he the way he talks it like everything is like a, just like a simple everything's like just so simple. Here's a simple thing, just like 
you'll but see you it know what? Like, so he has this plan. It's, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm going to tell everyone at Jag and Blue. I'm going to tell everyone at Jag and Blue. No one is going to know because I know not to trust a single person in this house. And then I'm going to surprise everyone. It's going to be Izzy and Felicia. And then he's going to tell 50 other people. He's going to go outside the house. He's going to go to the scary verse. He's going to tell everyone. I have other parts of my plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. I have other parts of my plan. And everyone else in the house is like, oh, so you're going to backdoor Sari? Like, everyone figures this out. Everyone figures this out. And then... Jared wins the veto, and then you just tell Jared, who there's no reason to trust, who literally just was HOH and had you nominated a week ago. Yeah. If your entire plan is about backdooring Suri, and you got halfway through it without telling anyone, why tell people? Like, that's his thing. He's so confident. He's so, like, he would have had his way if he didn't tell Jared. If Jared wins the, the veto, which, oh my Lord, like another 45 minute conversation to have about how Jared won the veto and the veto competition itself. And you think, and you think that even letting anybody know about the details of the plan would backfire and you wouldn't be able to nominate Sari because you want the veto to be used. Why don't you get Jared in there and instead of tell him your plan, be like, Hey Jared, who you think, you know, we should, we should get out. Like who's a Jared enemy, Jag, whatever. Be like, Tell him, you know what? Yeah, I nominated Felicia and Izzy. I actually want to keep them I'll keep them this week. That's all the thing. I really want to get out Jag, and I really need you to use the veto to get out Jag. Don't let him think that Sari is the real plan. And so that blew up. Like, I again, we've seen this every freaking week here. Like, I like Sari. I just find her presence on the show just, like, kind of an unfair element. I have another long thing to say about that later in the episode when we talk about the jury. However, like, I... I for as fun as this week was, and hey, we got out a really big target, RIP Izzy. I think we could even tell from Julie's interview, like there's a lot of respect for Izzy as a player. But like, I think it kind of was like a semi, I don't think it was like the most successful week in the world for Cameron. Um, or for people I, who like want Suri out. Well, as someone who would appreciate Suri going out, I have to say I have a cup. I have an issue with what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> I what? <laughs> I don't want to like Cam. We've established this. I don't. I don't think he's rootable. And it's not that I necessarily like him, but I am enjoying him and the way he's doing things. Because I'll just say there's a difference between talking a big game and doing a big game, walking a big game. And I just think Cam proved with his HOH, like, yeah, he was only able to get out Izzy when it would have been greater to get out Suri. Still, getting out Izzy is a pretty yeah. big thing in weakening Suri. And he just had the balls to pull it off. He doesn't care that he's enemy number one. He already was. So the fact that he didn't try to just become like eighth rung on a new alliance, the fact that he actually did something, I will always have to begrudgingly respect and like that. And it does make me like this week, he's we he's no longer HOH, obviously. He can't he couldn't play for HOH again. I am rooting for him to survive another week because I'm hoping he will do something like that again. Like, that's the type of player I always want there to be in the house and that I have to respect and root for. So I thought it was a good week for Cam, not only in his gameplay of getting someone out. He had nowhere else to go. He had nothing else to do. He doesn't have the information we have about Jared and Sari. I think he's getting closer to it now. But um, there's a secret relationship. <laughs> I was waiting but for I, that on Thursday night with Julie. She's like, Izzy, do you know there's a secret relationship in the house? I just have to say, Izzy, when she was welling up in that chair talking wow. to Julie, her bottom lip quivering. That's television. Her eyes welling. That's television. <laughs> that is TV. I mean, that was true. I I was like, I love this woman. Like, I need her. To, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of returnees, but I would love Izzy to come back. Because she is oh, fabulous. I think she Julie was so like, true. Pardon? Julie was like, it, Julie was getting at that. Julie was like, it was an absolute pleasure. That was like, that was yeah. probably the best interview of the season. Like, there were actually hard questions to ask Izzy of like, 
why were you seemingly putting Izzy's game, or not Izzy, um, Ceri's game above your own? Why were you holding on to this piece of information that could have grant, hurt your alliance members, but advanced you in the game and made the game a little bit more fair for everybody else? Like, why did you literally take this to your grave? Um, there are hard questions. I think uh, I understood. What, I was really sad when Izzy went. Like we've got so much, we got so much out of Izzy this season. The uh, the the, the screen caps, everything. Miss, exactly. I'm gonna. Oh miss my the god! Screen just caps. like <laughs> her <laughs> every face, single her energy, cap. her but, energy, everything about her. I'm also I'm also sad because this means, and I tweeted this, but it means that hashtag Brett was right, which I never like happening. What but that? especially when it's something this specific Izzy that you repeatedly said. Yes, that you repeatedly said that I repeatedly rebuffed because I was like, I think she's playing a great game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything, though. I don't know anything. I mean, first of all, you were like tweeting out hashtag Brett was right about this. And I'm like, oh, I kind of forgot that I was like really banging on the drum at all. <laughs> Uh, I never forget when I am wrong and someone else is right because it happens so rarely. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> I, for, I forgot about that, and um, I don't know. Like everyone who I think is playing a good, like I don't know. I I thought America and Corey were playing an okay game, and I'm like actually quite convinced that they might actually be bad at Big Brother. Well, that's the thing. Um, most of them are. Most of them are. Flish, I actually think, is pretty good. Well, I think great. she's so single-minded. She's just so focused on like, this is the game. This is not real life. And in the game, here are the steps we need to do. I, I, I love it. I really think like the cast, even though, yeah, they're not all great at the game. They're just, I want to root. Let's go back to America and Corey. I want, America, I thought had a great week in terms of like diary room sessions. Like she had a lot of, camera time and she was saying all of the right things yeah so i really i think they're setting her up to be someone that you want to root for i wanted to root for her but the issue is she is a flop <laughs> that's the problem i want her to not be a flop i almost it's like i wish she and cam were reversed because she talks yeah. the big game but cam makes the big moves no, and actually I, wins stuff that's the thing with with america is like she gets in the diary room she says all the right things she is like the America conduit. Yes, she is yes. the viewer at home who's like, I like Suri, but I want to get her the F out of this game because yes. she's going to beat me. <laughs> she's not the America replacement stand in in terms of like wanting to make out with a 21 year old little boy. But that little pip squeak, <laughs> which I love. Is he called him that? See, Izzy and I would be friends. Truly, we would. Uh, she says all this stuff and she has. No ability to put any of it into motion. Like yeah, that's the she thing. Has like, no sway. I think she's like a pretty ineffectual player because yeah, you know we can get into spoilers later. But like, man, this this showman's like fucking doomed them, and I don't I yeah. don't really. Two things happened this week that I think are interesting, and we can talk about. Or like one thing happened. Like Izzy's out. There's a been a blow to Suri a little bit. Oh gosh, I want to talk about spoilers, but like, okay, I'll just say this. I'll ask this question. We saw we saw a little bit in Thursday night of the I don't even know for real for reals or seven dead. Like I don't even understand like which alliance. Like I know when they went over in, those like, parts. Corey, yeah. They went over that part and I like, like the reveal of the seven deadly sins and for real, for real. And I was like, who, what? <laughs> but like, it was this huge reveal to Matt and Jag and yeah. whoever. Yeah. So I get, we have this rough thing where, you know, Corey at least did something this week and that he kind of identified, you know what? I think I would prefer Izzy to go home this week. I, I feel that th whatever one he was in for real, for real or seven deadly sins wasn't real. And that the only thing that's real the only thing that's for real, for real, is that is Izzy, Suri, and Jared. And he spreads that word to Jag. He spreads that word to Matt. Obviously, America is on his side a little bit. Bowie's free. 
Yes, she's like, okay, hey, I'll talk, Bowie. I'll talk game with Bowie. I'll talk yeah. game with, with Nicole. They're yeah. hanging around. They don't feel particularly welcome in whatever's going on with Sari and Izzy and Jared and, and Felicia. He makes So he makes this move against Izzy, you know, and he does well. So my question is to you, though, like, do you think this mass realization and again, completely casual week from young Breddy here and Danny. didn't not on barely on Twitter, not reading hamster watch, not watching feeds at all. I've literally just watched the TV show. I've not had time for anything else. I do not have a child. I have no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Suri hashtag Suri exposed party? Do you think that like her game has been like, there's a, no, people are seeing it from a different lens and that she's uh, moving into the direction of being like a house target. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't actually. Oh, cool. I Buddy mean- games, eight o'clock <laughs> central, nine o'clock Eastern on CBS. I'm on worried for her. I think she's her biggest enemy. Actually. I think she's her own biggest enemy. Um, she's lit. Yeah. <laughs> she's in that video with Pamela oh, Anderson. My- Oh my lord. Is that the one where they're, she's like humongous and they're playing the guitar on her boob? <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that the music video for that song? A humongous oh, Pamela Anderson and they are little. They are little and they're playing on her. I don't okay. know. I just need to say right now that 306 posted urgently in the Discord channel. He is watching our live stream. Again, my face is like super blurry and I have no idea how to fix my weird Logitech webcam thing. Yeah. Uh, he's watching this like in like a, a home theater. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, 306. Oh my this gosh. This is for amazing. you. <laughs> oh, I'm looking now. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. What a great, Disgusting. that looks incredible. Disgusting. Oh, oh, I feel if like you want to see that face on the big screen, I defy you. To go watch the Kelsey Brothers documentary on Amazon. That's one hour, four minutes, 30, 30 seconds. My face ain't going to be that big because I'm just in the back of the screen. But I also want to shout out star. while we're on on the shout out train, just Scarkle in the live chat saying, what a week. And Big Brother isn't a fair game. And it never was. That's very true. That's very true. And Matt Steele saying Sunday night's episode was fabulous, which we agree with, even though I didn't watch the middle part. <laughs> I just likes- oh, it was the punishments. That's why I was like the first little bit with yeah. Bowie crying and the, all the girls ganging up on her was like such incredible TV. It showed like the human condition, competition, what it does to a person. Big Brother, like the effects on the human psyche. And then it was like fartometer. <laughs> it's like I'm not watching okay. this part. I need to talk about the stinkometer. <laughs> okay, yeah, stinkometer. The stinkometer is a piece of cardboard. There's no <laughs> digital display on it. Yeah. The number is superimposed in post-production by the editor. Yeah. They don't see a number. It's just a piece of fucking cardboard or whatever it is that's printed there. That they don't even they can't even get anything that just like they press a button and a five shows up or a six shows up. They don't even know what number it says. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know, but they do know that they have to wear those gas masks. And Felish did say that she was in the Air Force. She doesn't mind wearing a mask. I'm like, this woman has lived. <laughs> I yeah, love her. Yeah. Um, okay, we have to move past Sunday, though. We have to get back to... Oh, Garland Strickland wants Jared out. We all want Jared out, Garland Strickland. We all want that. But I just don't see it happening. We need to get into spoilers. We have to keep it moving. because Hold we have on. To no, I need to talk We're- about Jumal. Oh, I'm in focus again. I don't know what happened. We need to well, talk about will. Jumal. Can I Let's talk about yeah. Jumal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> First of all, blowing the shofar. Happy high holidays. We talked about it. Um, he calls her Mama Fee multiple times. Mama Fee dot... <laughs> Remember died. when we talked? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's this whole part where it's like, did Ma, did Felicia die? Cut the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Felicia's like, <laughs> and no heist like, I'm there I'm to fine, and I'm over. I'm like, I'm overheating, <laughs> and it's like, they do this the freaking like 
this is the reality TV show thing where like something really <laughs> intense, like something IRL, like a two out of 10, an importance level happens and they cut right. to everyone being like, like YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, YouTube thumbnail face. And then they yeah. cut to commercial like, oh, <laughs> the 60 year old woman just died on live television. <laughs> she survived by the time we come back. Watch and Buddy like, to find out. Back and it's like, she's, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some water. Also, She's like okay. everyone's like rushing to her, and every single person is like, "Give her space! Give her space!" As they're getting closer to, <laughs> to her, fourteen different people. Matt, Matt, my guy. Matt says, "I in the dr Josh Dumal. I've been a huge fan of Josh Dumal <laughs> all my life. What?" What piece of content on the Josh Jamal IMDb page do you think Matt was like? Well, Matt was starstruck so much so that he accidentally didn't win veto because he thought that he was actually going to hang out with Josh Jamal for a week. What I know, but like, what piece of content do you think Josh like is Matt's Josh Jamal thing? Is okay, it? This is a great question because Josh. I have Dumal <laughs> had a little bit of a run in the early aughts where he was in Win a Date with Ted Hamilton. Yeah, he was he played Ted, Ted Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, he was. I think in was he in like the show Vegas? He was in some Las TV Vegas. show. He was the lead. He was one of the leads in the show Las Vegas, which, which had four or five seasons. Looks like what it lasted that long. And James Con, one hundred six episodes. James, Jimmy Con, five Jesus. five seasons. Okay, so Jimmy yeah, Khan. he was in that. But the the movie that Molly in Sims. later in his Ooh, career, Molly Sims, yeah. Molly Sims hosting a podcast now. Um, oh, great! <laughs> but like the movie that Matt uh, says name checks is Transformers, which is not a film I would um, tie to Josh Duhamel. He is a he does seem to be in many of these Transformer movies. Does he play He's like? Sergeant, like who his does name he play? Is Captain Lennox. Captain, I knew and he was in Transformers like that. Two. He's Major Lennox. Oh, and then in Transformers: Dark of the Moon. He's Lennox. Oh, he gets fired from the he army. Gets fired. For sure. <laughs> oh, no. just, Transformers: The Last Night. Colonel William Lennox. <laughs> okay, I just want to say while we're on Josh Duhamel. Cargill said he took the bold stance of defending Fergie's national anthem and almost fought basketball players over us. I brought this up. He and Fergie were married. I think Fergie was a boon to his career. Um, but now they are separated. And 306 says he saved Shia LaBeouf from giant space robots. Put some respect on his name. So that's probably why Matt loved him is he was a good, he's a good guy in Transformers. He's not like a bad um, pro. What's the bad Transformers name? Ogmeganon? No. The no, the Autobots are the good guys, and the whatever. Someone three hundred six will <laughs> get us. Technobots, what techno, are they called? Techno baddies. <laughs> um, so you don't think it was? You don't think it was Ramona and Beezus? Starring Selena Gomez. No, I don't think so. You don't think it was R when in Rome? Wow, he was in when in Rome. He appears I mean, to be the second lead in it after K. Bell. How? What? How? Okay. All right. You're talking about the Olsen twins movie, right? One in Rome? No, no. This is a, oh. a rom-com with Kristen Bell. Oh, okay. Never mind. And Josh Dumas. Okay. Well, I really Beth thought this is a episode... young, ambitious New Yorker who is completely unlucky in love. However, mm. on a whirlwind trip to Rome, she impulsively steals some coins from a reputed fountain of love and then is aggressively <laughs> pursued by a band of suitors. They couldn't say it was the Trevi Fountain because the Trevi Fountain would sue. Attention, pickpockets! <laughs> um, Josh Jamal was so bad in this episode as the host. What's he doing? What's also, he I understand doing? they're putting him up on the ledge because he could have COVID, I guess, and infect them. I think that's why they keep him up there. Or maybe they were scared Matt was going to get too that close like, as such a number one fan. But like, yeah, that was like Dr. Will. They had Dr. Will fly across the country from like his like 
plastic surgery center in Miami and it's like he's right. wearing a robe and he's like 30 <laughs> feet away from everybody. <laughs> but like the fact that he was up there meant he kept having to look down. So we couldn't see his facial expressions as oh. he was hosting this competition. Once again, a horrible decision for a television show that relies on visual cues. Okay, great question from Joy True X in the chat. Was he really playing the bugle? Yes or no? I think yes. Yes. I mean, he wasn't like, it wasn't <laughs> musical. Like it wasn't, he was just blowing. Like he wasn't hitting any specific he notes. He was blowing, was the baby. The whole point was that it like sounded bad. I think we're really hitting a nerve. Like we're really speaking to the people. Like we think we're just like a casual podcast. Everyone wants to talk about the fact that this episode was two fucking hours long and an hour and a half of it was a commercial for a different show. A show that this competition did not sell for me. I was like, this is the most boring competition. It's random because it's them <laughs> spinning and throwing a ball and hoping they get like number 63 or number 29. It was so boring. I couldn't believe, like I really did sit because it's two hours long. At an hour and a half, I was like, okay, I'll watch 10 more minutes. And if this fucking comp isn't over, I'm turning it off because I couldn't believe I was spending my Wednesday night I'm trying to start a new skincare regime, you know, and I'm spending my Wednesday night watching that comp. No, no, what? I turned it off. Yeah, no, of course. I, I was like, I mean, you told me about it, and I was like, man, they're they're really they're really showing every detail of this competition. Like, I thought, yeah, every round, every single person has to go. <laughs> every so spin. that's like six plus five plus. <laughs> Four plus three. Plus, I, that's a number. That's a number. That's probably a number above 20 of like how many times we're watching that. How many times we hear the freaking bugle go off. It's just. It was not a good doing? commercial. And that's all it was. It was a commercial for Buddy Games. And Josh Duhamel had very, I'm going to, let me, Trump voice. Low energy. <laughs> very low energy. Not talented. Not very talented. They asked, they were going to have, they said, sir, sir. <laughs> Will you bring back the buddy games? And I said, no. I said, no. It's not a hit. It was not a hit. Did put very poorly in the ratings. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, thumbs down to that episode. But anyway, so who won? Who won? Oh, yeah, Jared won. Jared won POV. He sure did. I mean, what else is there to say? Two other people beat him in the competition and they're like, I'll take a, I'll take 5k. I'll 5, take a trip bucks. to whatever. Oh yeah. Matt, Matt took a punishment over the veto. He won the competition. He took a punishment over the veto. Cause did he think that he was like going to leave the house for a week and <laughs> yes, just like I think so. hang out in fucking yes. Hollywood? Well, Corey gave that DR where he was like, Matt clearly doesn't watch the show because the last <laughs> one is always a punishment. Like he was not, Matt does not watch this show. Matt is too busy in his training schedule yeah. to be a Olympic swimmer. So yeah, no, he doesn't watch this episode. <sighs> um, this, this did touch a nerve. This did touch a nerve. Um, I just want to make sure we are hitting all of the, the yeah. Joy Tro said, did you guys already talk about the viewers getting hoodwinked into a two-hour episode on Wednesday? We just did. Yes, we, yep. Just want to make sure everyone knows we are aware. We hated it. We all hated it. Okay. All right. Can oh, I talk about- I want to shout out Matthew. Wait. Matthew in the comments said, I'm all in on the Space Cowboy. Wow. I wow. kind of agree. I, oh I'm kind God, of like I ready to make Space this. Cowboy happen. <laughs> That's psychotic. Okay. Um, okay. Can I talk about the jury of seven? Yes. What are we No doing? Izzy on the jury. First of all, no Izzy in the jury segment. That's a loss. That is a huge loss for television. Yes. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? I like that. It, I actually prefer this. I like I this. I don't. I think for this year, I think I, in general, fine. But I think for this year, it's a kind of a bad move. Because of the extreme likelihood that one out of the seven people is a is a locked in vote for the for another person, the fact that I would say it's very likely that either Felicia, no, sorry, either Jared or Sari are on the final two. If they're both in the final two, whatever, you don't have to worry about this. But I think they're both they both have excellent spots in the game, despite the fact that 
Nobody seems to like Jared. Everybody likes Saria, but they're maybe becoming a little bit more suspicious of her. I just, again, I do not think it's fair that now one quarter of the votes needed to win the game, four votes to win the game, is now completely locked. And it cannot be had by anyone else in the house unless Sari and Jared are in the jury. I, I just don't think that's fair. Have a jury of nine, dilute their votes a little bit because they are obviously going to vote for each other. I don't this, mind it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's like it, <laughs> you have one pair in the house. Like if, if this were like BB6 all over again and they, or all these, every single person in the house is connected to a pair. It is what it is. Let it shake out seven, nine, however many you want to do it. I just think that you're like concentrating the votes this season in a season where a mother and son are playing together. And it's very likely that probably one of them is going to make it to final two. Maybe they don't. I'm just saying it's, it's pretty likely. And I just don't, again, I don't think it's fair to the other people. Someone says in our chat game isn't fair. Okay. Starhill said that. I I that, yeah, but. think you bring up a uh, you do bring up one good point, really good point, which is that like if Sari is in um jury and Jared is in the finals, the trouble is Sari will continue to finesse the players in jury towards Jared winning. Like she has an advantage even in jury. I didn't even bring that, I didn't even bring that part up. Like yeah. And that might even backfire on her or whatever, because I think people I think we're getting to a point where people are going to figure out soon. Maybe, maybe Please not. God. I don't know. I really hope so. But but um, I yeah, you can't control that part of the jury management. But like just the fact that from a math perspective, you're like, yeah, well, it's a seven person jury, except for one of the people like we know how two of the people are going to vote and there's right. no changing how they're going to vote. Yeah. Corey, Corey, explain to Sari why she should vote for you for to win 750 <laughs> Over like, over Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck. Um, it's just, I just don't yeah. think it makes sense. Make the, well, make the jury bigger to cancel out the, the imbalance there a little bit, but. You're talking me into it not being a good idea, but the reason I initially oh. thought it was good, Hashtag the reason. Brett was right. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not so fast. Um, the reason, not so fast, Columbo. Fanny. Oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> the reason I thought it sounded good is because in recent seasons, we've seen that so many players are like, I just got to get to jury. And then, and that's yeah. all I really care about. So I think making jury shorter so that they have to hustle a little longer overall is a good thing. You are not going to get as many influencer deals if you... Ain't injury. Yeah, exactly. If you're not till the Maybe. end giving those facial expressions to the camera. Speaking of influencers, I think <laughs> I do think I mean there isn't that much to discuss about Blue, except like her <laughs> her DRs boots, if we all recall. Yeah. Her DRs are so funny because like I wouldn't have pegged her. I, I just wouldn't have pegged her for being like the person whose DRs are so over the top. I would think she'd be much more natural in front of the camera as an influencer. She's the I don't know if she is an influencer or not, but like she's that type. Um, she's that type who's just like every time she gets in the DR, she's like, I'm here to slay boots, per fuck, <laughs> fucking with this person. They she, suck. She, and then she gets <laughs> into the house and she's like, hey. Yeah, she's very normal. I want to like brush their hair um, together. <laughs> Yeah, her goodbye message to Izzy. Once again, her goodbye messages are like hashtag savage, but I'm like, why? <laughs> what did they do to you? <laughs> like, she hated Isom. She hates Izzy. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, um, it's not, it doesn't I would say track with how she is in the bits I've seen of her in the house. What tracks is that, you know, probably not someone who's watched the show ever. And like, yeah, maybe. Possibly isn't aware of the dichotomy of like, yo, you know, we see you doing everything else. <laughs> everything else. We which see like everything completely you. contradicts yeah, <laughs> yeah. the fact that you're like this. Is, I'm so strong. I'm a savage. No, you're getting played by Jared of all people, <laughs> actually. <laughs> of yeah. all people. Like you obviously have Matt, people. who we just talked about, like not understanding that like 
he just took a punishment over winning the stupid video. Like that's the thing with this Jared veto too, is like at the end, he's going to be like, I won two vetoes. I won two out of households. And it's like, you've accidentally won literally every competition, but he's yeah. going to have that. And now Matt, same Matt and Jared get to the end. I, I could, that could happen. And yeah. Jared's going to point to all these competitions. He won. Matt is going to be like, well, I technically won the fish one, but I thought I was going to go eat burritos. I think Matt has more in, in him though. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I think Matt has more wins in him. He'll win some more. For, and Matt also has like a personality factor. Where and a like, great story, yeah. Yeah, I, like, there's a lot going on there. Like people are going to be like, Jared was completely carried to the end by his mother. Jared, not really trustworthy. Like people aren't going to, ha- won't have trusted him in the house. I don't think he's like, I think socially people are beginning to be a little like sick of his his business. Like, yeah, everyone likes Matt, even if they're not like working with him. Everyone's like, oh, man, Matt's like a really great, genuine guy. And like even the blue thing that we were just talking about, Matt doesn't know (laughs) that like some of the mechanics of the game in the way that blue doesn't know that like she either needs to be like boots per person 24 seven or like stop doing the boots per in the (laughs) freaking DR. Matt's just a genu- but Matt's just a genuine person. He doesn't have an alter and ego. So he's just kind of right. is who he is. So he doesn't have this dichotomy between his diary room persona and his normal persona. They're the same person because he's yeah. not trying to like sell like nail polish or whatever. Um, we did get a question from Garland Strickland in the chat while we're talking about Blue. Why doesn't Blue reveal the secret? Because I'm still not convinced that she realizes the secret. Does she? I'm confused. I don't think so. She gave a DR where it seemed like she did, but she doesn't seem to care. (laughs) I mean, I think she cares about Jared above everything else. I don't think she understands the weight of it. Like, I don't think she understands the weight of the game. Like, she, you know, that happens every season. I don't think she watches the show. So maybe she doesn't like, I mean, basically, (laughs) has every season. Like, I don't think she understands. I don't know if she's like thinking long term in terms of like how to win this game. Like, does Blue understand that she's going to have to beat other people at the end of this game? Even if she makes it to the end with the love of her life, Jared, how is she going to explain to other people why they should vote for her over Jared? I don't even know if she thinks about it that way. I don't know, Boots. Boots I know she likes to slay. Yeah, she slayed. I don't know. I slayed my way to the end. Um, She's going to be riding the sleigh, sleigh bells. I don't know. I also, while we're talking about the way people speak, I just wanted to say, I thought the two, usually the nominee um, speeches are flops. I thought both Izzy and Felicia's were really good. We got like good players this week on, yeah. you know, like a lot of the people who've been voted out either didn't play long enough or were kind of like nothings, you know, like. Heisen just didn't play that long. No, Heisen was Re- a king. You're talking about Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten Riley was nothing. And Kirsten, Red was a nothing. nothing. Red, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Red was like two people like in a bus stop with each other, like to interview <laughs> with him. It was just like, hey, this is a 2 30 Indianapolis coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. See you later. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But Izzy and Felish are like, I mean, they're just both good. They're great. They're running. They were running the game. Ugh, it was. It was. They knew how to give a speech. I thought it was fabulous. I mean, I thought Izzy's wasn't was not as good. Izzy's was basically like, you all know that I've been very loyal to a couple people in this house. But maybe if you vote to keep me, I'll be loyal to you too. I was but like, well, I'm definitely hasn't. voting you out now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but she hasn't. And like, I was like Julie, Queen Julie, chat. Like, mm. did you want to win this game? Or did you want a fucking woman who you just met who's been on like a million other reality shows to win this game? Like, right. that was a, a little bit frustrating me with Izzy this week of like how she was putting. Saying that she wasn't going to use the veto if she wanted. That was yeah, so crazy. I was, I was gonna, I was going to be like, Danny, we like, we like miscalculated our. Izzy I know that life. would not have been okay. I'm glad that didn't actually come to be something that had to like go down. It would have been very, very upsetting yeah i mean that was the funny thing too is that you have the head of household and the two nominees are the first three people out of the knockout veto yeah game <laughs> and so you have Wait. the three people who, do, who don't have to do it and, and they all all of them yeah. wanted to keep the nominations the same we kind of like were like 
like joking on Matt and Jag for like not taking the veto, but the three of them all knew that they weren't going to eat that. I, all of them weren't going to use the veto at all. So, um, okay. We need to talk about spoilers. We got to get into spoilers. We have some questions. We have comments that I want to read. We got to get into that section. Yeah. You okay, want to so just... stop doing this podcast. You're like, <laughs> it's time. It's time to wrap up. No, I want to get into what people are saying because there's a lot of chatter. Okay. Uh, let's, and let's get into, let's get into, yeah, spoilers, let's just break it down. So I actually, I said I didn't watch any feeds this week. I did watch the competition live actually because it was I. so short. <laughs> yeah, I did I. It was like 45 it was, minutes long. It was the shortest um, endurance comp I, I've ever seen. I didn't watch the Thursday show live on the East Coast, but I kind of was following along and I had dual screen. I did, I did the Minnesota-Philadelphia game. Yeah. On on the big screen, I had the wall comp on the iPad. I was I was having a great time. Yeah, it looked like a great setup. Not as good as 306s, but almost. Yeah. Um, so it was the wall comp, and everyone I thought was going to be good at this comp was terrible. And then Bowie Jane lasted until the end, and then just jumped off. And then <sighs> Jared won. I was like, um, <laughs> "Here we go, America, America." This is time. Right. This is time. Or she lasted I, I so long in the, in the thing. Like this, or Mimi? Yeah. It it rewards smaller people who are fit, you know, lightweight, and like no, it was like I mean, and yeah. So and it was weird. The final three were, um, were Jared, yeah, Bowie, Jane, and who else? Blue, blue, and blue. Yeah, and like. Blue fell off, and this like all happened in like the course of two seconds. Well, I guess we'll see it on Sunday night. Like blue falls off, and then Bowie jumps off like right after. And I guess I we were I literally had like the Bowie Jane like winner tweet queued up. <laughs> I'm so ready sad to we go. live in a world where we're never going to see that. <laughs> well, who knows? There's I many weeks left. Tweet, I had a funny tweet as well of like someone like a stock image photo of someone like hacking the planet and being like <laughs> the Hey Julie social media team, like the week that, that Bowie Jane is HOH. <laughs> like we're, we're going to be insufferable when she's HOH. I know we will. Uh, we were so close. Why did she jump? And now Jared is freaking HOH. He's nominated America and Corey and they're playing Vito. I don't know if they're playing it yet, but yeah, the fun news is the fun news is Cam got picked to play Vito. And Cam is a comp beast, and we've seen it. He has ice in his veins when he needs to win, and he has to know. I think they all know that they're trying to backdoor Cam. My dream is that Cam win. I am like Cam for Vito. I am rooting for Cam. I want Cam to win, and I want him to win HOH next and week. And Jag is, Jag is as well, which I think would be interesting. Like I, Again, casuals no idea what's going on but like is there an alliance forming between like america Corey, jag cameron bowie like matt like maybe is is jared Sari felicia kind of like a dwindling little island right there and, and even Sari doesn't even Sari doesn't fully trust felicia anymore i think she's gonna mm -hmm. continue working with her obviously but i but he, she voted her out she wanted to influence last week's events to get Felicia out. She felt she trusted Izzy longer term in the game. Um, I, you know, I, my guess is that one of America or Corey would go home this week, even if, even if Cameron goes up on the block, like maybe like, maybe, I, you know, I, I don't no, know. Get but Cameron I, out. I, He's such a calm piece. You'd have to get him out. Yeah. I shot. guess you would. Yeah. I guess you would like, I, and back to what we were talking about earlier with with America and Corey, like everyone really likes them. They're the top voted contestants on the the rankings every day. I think they spent a lot of time like cuddling and like not doing anything. And of I think course they I did. I think it's like a like they like they didn't even make out that much. Like and now they're like they have the showman's label on them. And I think one of the two of them is going home. Like they talk a lot of game. They have they have they actually have the best read in the house the of what's of going on. Yeah, don't win anything other than the Izzy thing. Not really a voice in any of the kind of political maneuvering or, or gameplay. It kind of like 
I'm like a little frustrated with them. I'm like, they kind of like flops. Like, they stop are, not that, making out. Stop They're not, all talk. Yeah. There's one thing about being the voice of the people. It will endear them to us, but it'll only endear them to me so far when you have to go back to Cam to actually do the dirty work. That's why I'm rooting for Cam. Sorry. This is, yeah. Um, we, let's get into questions, right? Those are all the spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also <laughs> comment from Garland Strickland. She's teaching him to kiss. <laughs> I believe he, this is a comment referring to America teaching Corey how to kiss. I just thought that was very funny. Not you and um, I. Oh, and according, Scargle says, according to a Twitter think piece, that's your first mistake. <laughs> uh, you have to like AmeriCorey or you're mentally unwell. Whoa. I mean, I do like them, but I also think they're kind of bad at the game. Yeah. I remember when I said that Corey was going to be first to go. Wow, Danny was wrong. I thought Corey or Jared were going to be first right. out. That was perfect. Okay, right we need to. A... All right, here's some questions from the Discord from Tulinator. Would love to hear Brett's U.S. Open thoughts if there is time. There's not. <laughs> I didn't go. I, I know, watched I them. Wish I, I watched them from a sports book in Las Vegas last weekend. Coco Goff, good for you. Good for her. We love. We love. We, we support love her. her. I don't support Djokovic as the as the goat. Uh, he's an he's anti villain. Villain is goat. He's, he's a like anti He sucks. I've been to the. I've actually been to the U.S. Open in New York City, and I saw Joke, Djokovic win a quarterfinals match many, many years ago. Um, good event. We love tennis. We love tennis. Yeah, we support tennis. It's a good nonviolent sport. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I support that. I want to wear From, a linen suit and, like, drink a freaking gin and tonic April in a spritzes. stadium oh, yeah. and just be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, hey, Oprah, of course, yeah, yeah, you can sit next to me, yeah. yeah it does seem oh. like such a fun event to go yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, when did they, from Piz Key in the Discord, why did they stop selling dairy-free Halo Top in the U.S.? <laughs> That's a great question. And I, I can't say I know. I don't live in the U.S., Piz Key, so I can't answer that. I can't answer it. Because it stinks. <laughs> Get some Hagen Dazs. I've had dairy-filled Halo Top, and I was unimpressed. So you're not having me eat an oat Halo Top. That's not happening. Doesn't Hagen Americans have like an buy oat? with their wallet. This is a capitalistic society. If people don't like your product, they don't buy it, and they don't sell it in the supermarket. Sorry, Pisky. Sorry, Pisky. Sorry. Um, DeMatt Steele wants to know, Danny mentioning Degrassi in the last pod got me wondering, who's winning in a Big Brother house full of the characters from Degrassi, the next generation? I mean, obviously Drake. Obviously Drake is winning. He's the biggest star to rise from this cast, even though we love them all and we respect them all as Canadian actors. But yeah, I'm going to give it to Aubrey Graham, aka Drake. From 306, if you had to choose a life-size cutout of someone, real or fake, for your co-host to have to carry around for the week, who would you choose for this punishment, real or fake? Oh, so like a character or an actor or a fake, yeah. just regular. I would choose, I would choose um, the soon-to-be created Lena Dunham version of Polly Pocket, oh live-action Polly Pocket, because then it would be small and it wouldn't be annoying to carry around. I'd carry around Marnie from Girls. We'll just keep it in the <laughs> Lena Dunham universe. From Jump Not for Joy. Not Allison Williams, Marnie. Marnie, right. Yes, good clarification. From Jump for Joy, question for me. Have you seen I Like Movies? It seems to be only available to stream in Canada. So as a U.S. listener, I'd love to hear your review. And if it's worth securing a Canadian VPN. For legal reasons, this is a joke. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. What's I like movies? I like I should, movies. What the hell is? I, I should like, be on I like movies. I like turtles too. <laughs> Why am I not on whatever the hell is I like, like movies a, is? Is that like a I love the eighties thing? Maybe um, like, you know. Yeah, you could. Weren't you on one of those, Danielle? Weren't you on like best week ever or something like that? I auditioned for best week ever. Okay. I auditioned for like the reboot of Best Week Ever, but I don't think I made. I didn't. I didn't get to be on an actual episode. Oh, okay. You weren't. Were you, I thought you were like on one of those. Like I did. I did. Like, I did this show called Uncommon Sense with Charlemagne the God, mm. and then I was on Jesus and Miro's show when it was on Viceland. But that's it. 
okay. <laughs> for my TV career. Um, were you I in did a, audition for? Were you in the the documentary Kelsey about the the Kelsey brothers? <laughs> no, I was, oh. Oh, I really yeah. oh. boffed that audition. <laughs> that was me. Uh, twin star Phil, when will Jared get canceled? I'll give it another week or so. I don't think it's going to happen, guys. Let me just put the air out of that balloon. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to happen. But it also, hasn't it kind of already happened? At least from the questions we get in the Discord, it seems like he is Every canceled. week. Every week. Um, from 306, how badly do you think it pained JCM to not drop the always awkwardly worded secret relationship Damn, line during Izzy's exit? She was pissed. She was and pissed, that, and it came out in a very uh, unproductive way because someone else tweeted at us that she gave this... I don't know what this interview is. Oh, Margot Ro- Roby on Twitter tweeted us the clip of Julie Chen calling Bowie Jane an NPC. A non-playing character. That's what she called our Bowie Jane. And I know that someone is scabbing and crossing the WGA picket line to write that for JCM because there's no way that she knew to say that on her own. Wow. There is no way. Wow. So I thought it was disgusting, first of all, to to call our dear Bowie Jane something so malicious and it was also way too hip of a reference for JCM to make herself. The barrister should take her to libel court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can- take her to the kangaroo court. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What else do we got? What else do we got from Twitter? Oh, we ha- from Twitter. We, we have an email. Oh, an email. Yes, 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 yes. Colin says, hello, I don't want to drop any ball this week. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you think about... <laughs> an NPC Izzy's- write that? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, yeah. Fucking AI. Call it his AI. Uh, what did you think of the Izzy Sari heart to heart in the veto episode? Where do we think Cameron was on January 6th? And does Nicole have winner vibes or winner edit? My apologies for the shade. Love you both, Colin. Wait, did you send this email to me? I must have forgot. Wow. Because, yeah, I don't have this email. So, um, the questions again, where was Izzy Cam Siri heart to heart? We had the, we had a long heart to heart with Izzy Siri about how they love each other or whatever. Like beautiful, beautiful. Great. Where I was Cameron? It. Where was Cameron on January 6th? I don't think he was there, but I think he was possibly rooting it on from a, his Yeah, home. he was like in a shed. He was like in a shed, like behind his house, polishing a rifle and being like, Yeah, brother. If only. <laughs> exactly. Um, and what was and there another question? Nicole, does Nicole have winter edit, winter vibes? No, but she did have a nice moment. I think this was brought up somewhere to us. She had a nice uh, moment in while voting where she basically said, hey, friends and family, I know everyone he- in here is a liar and a cheater and a snake. I'm aware. I liked that moment. I like Nicole, but that was the only relevant moment she had in the past yeah. week. Yeah. I don't know. I, she's kind of, she's not quite in the same boat as America and Corey. One in that she's not nominated. So maybe it's a good thing, but um, she's just so not, she's even less of a character than Bowie Jane. Yeah. <laughs> Bowie Jane's had a lot of screen time in those last couple of weeks, actually. Uh, I would yeah. I would love if Nicole won, but I don't know if she has the energy. I have. To, I would I hate say, to say she it. has. She has like winner puts upside in the fact that like no one thinks about her. No one's going to target her ever. And she needs to pull off some comp wins. She needs to win an HOH here and like get out Siri or something like that. Yeah. So be like holy shit. Um. But. I don't know, but she. I think she's gonna. It, there's so many people left in this freaking house still. I know we didn't. We're not even a jury. Is uh, yeah, I know. I wait. Let me read another email from okay. Denise Kubert. She says hi. Just wanted to add to the mountain of emails coming in. Love the pod <laughs> from your casual friend in Iowa, Denise. Thank you, Denise. Hey, what Julie loves Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> I know. From Des Moines uh, to Iowa City. Those are the names of two cities in Iowa. (laughs) Uh, Just a shout out also to everyone who knew, well, Marco Patino mostly for saying, is he calling Corey a pipsqueak? My nickname for little Corey being used in the whole show. Um, I think that's it, right? Any other questions, comments? 
Yeah, we'll we give it we'll give it a second in the in the YouTube chat if anything else comes in. But I think I think um, I think this kind of covers it. What a great it really was a great week of TV. And, you know, Brett and I were like, what are we even going to talk about? <laughs> but somehow we yeah. had a lot to discuss. I know. What we and we loved about. it. When in Rome, Kristen <laughs> Bell and Joshy D. Joshy D. Thank you all so much for listening, for being here and watching on your beautiful setup in your homes. (laughs) Congratulations on having like what appears to be like a whole like basement. (laughs) It's my dream to have it. That's my dream. I know. I can't have it. I live on the West Coast. We don't even have basements here. And like... We have basements here, but I have to start making more money to afford basements. Me too. (laughs) Um, I... So appreciated everything in the Discord and the Twitter at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. You want to be one of the mountain of emails coming in? Hey Julie at Big Brother at gmail.com. No, we did Hey Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. Didn't I say that? You put another, you put two <laughs> ads in there. <laughs> from wait, one last question from Garland Strickland Is POV OTEV? I don't know. I hope so. That's a fun one. I have a hot take. OTEV isn't good. Yeah. Maybe we actually, every year we like, well, maybe I look forward to OTEV, but then I'm like, actually, wait a minute. I don't the like OTEV this. OTEV hype is fake. It's fake. The only thing that was good about OTEV was when, what's her face? Um, well, what's her name? Janelle? Megan. Megan. Meg. Grandma Meg fell <laughs> down on OTEV so hard and like <laughs> smashed her face. And it was like, that was pretty funny. And I think she like tore her ACL as well. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening we're gonna have another great week we hope we'll see who wins POV sending Cam take my energy but uh, we'll see and we'll see you next week bye Julie bye Julie